Jim Crash Opera. Good morning, everybody. It's uh, Triple M, the station you're listening to around the country. Get this is the name of the program, starring three of the four young men who'll be playing Billy Elliot on stage in Australia. Myself, Tony Martin. <laughs> Where you don't shine, Richard, and on a row. What's going on? Yeah, Rich. You've been fine, buddy. Do you think so? It was no. no. I've waited through the whole show. Nothing yesterday. No. Well, I mean, there hasn't been any sketches filmed. So. No. No. There was one last night. There's no need for. Uh, was there? Yeah. Yeah. Our homeboy Ryan Shelton from Real Stories. Oh, he was right. on with a new segment called Ideas. That's right. You were nowhere to be found That's in the right. pre-record. What is the deal? I think maybe I'm getting. I'm serving. I'm a distraction. It's like having some horror movie. Oh, yeah, you just don't believe. Okay. We know an actor who's like that. He was in a show and he was asked to go and take something out of a photocopier in the background of a shot. He said, no, it'll be distracting. Well, is that what you've become? Too much presence. Too much, Richie. That's who I am. I'm learning so much gravitas. Hey, surely you could play David Hicks in a sketch on Row. Wouldn't that be good? I was watching that footage yesterday, and what was interesting is that the rap base Edinburgh is very close to where I grew up. And I was watching them thinking, geez, how are they going to shake off the media? I hope they don't take men off road. They better take East of Road. That's really? No traffic lights. It's 90 kilometers an hour. It's a single lane road. Give them a tip. Oh, look, uh, we will have a good place to make out near the raft base, is it, Rich? It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Look, all this David Hicks talk, it's distracting from the war on terror. Isn't it, though? You know, how I've been wondering what he was watching on that plane. He got to see an in-flight movie. Yeah. He's a hope it was Meatballs 4. <laughs> yeah. I caught up with that over the weekend. Yeah, what you know, we, were, we were discussing with, it, with Stephen Curry, was it? Yeah. How quickly you see some nooks uh, in any given film. Yeah. Meatballs 4, about six minutes in. For no possible reason, yeah. all of the girls go to a group shower oh. and the boys go to lunch. Yeah. And then the wall falls down in the shower. The wall just falls. The walls just fall over. <laughs> under the pressure of North, the walls just fall over. And they go, they go spilling out under the ground. Six seconds in, I think the Columbia woman in the logo top falls off. <laughs> During the logos at the beginning. I don't know if that was the film David Hicks is watching, no. but, uh, yeah, we're distracted from the war on terror, the main game. Yeah, the main and, uh, it's cost us Tony Blair. No, I know. Did you see his uh, joint speech at the White House with um, George Bush on the weekend? I didn't. Oh, it was fantastic. We've got it here. Let me say that when hostilities broke up between the US and Iran, we in Britain knew basically that we know that but we would do whatever George W. Bush told us to do.
so many radio shows this morning with just outraged people going, oh, why are they giving that plane? Mm. Well, why should he be in first class? And But people don't actually know what was going on on the plane. So the, the papers are just full of speculation like this. The in-flight bar is normally filled with cognac and fine wine. So the galley menu is able to cater for the most expensive mm. taste. Mm. doesn't say whether that's what he was having. No. You think that's what he would have been having? Uh, probably not. No? I don't think you can really request, you know, the age stuff. I think I'm shackled to your chair. <laughs> Con Air style. I think he was out of the wing, like, well, I don't. Holding on. That's where they had it. Put him outside for a while. Yeah, but he did some work. We mentioned the film, and that's true. We understand David Hicks was in restraints in his chair throughout that flight. Uh, we understand he also watched his first movie for five and a half years. In restraints. And I know there's about 20 cop cars escorting him. What do they think he's going to do? <laughs> Make a break for it. He's got a shoe that he's fashioned from a yogurt carton <laughs> up his ass, and he's going to whop that out. He's got a yogurt carton. <laughs> but the movie, it was apparently The Departed. <laughs> Sad joke. That going will give him The Departed. I think so. Okay. That's pretty violent. That's mostly people being shot in the head for yeah. two and a half hours. That's still like up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. At least I guess it could have been Friday to Lord. Mm. And the restraints would have come in handy. I guess it could have been the perfect man with Hillary Dunn. <laughs> I guess it could have been Crippendorf's tribe. You lost me there. I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I three flights in one year and it was always Crippendorf's tribe. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you're Isn't a that, Isn't that when Richard drives this? <laughs> yeah. He goes to become like a Maasai warrior or something? something like, in his backyard. Yeah, that's right. And so he bring, no, he brings them to his place. Yeah. It's like the opposite of the air up there with Kevin Bacon. It's the opposite of high concept. <laughs> it's low concept. Oh dear, low concept. Fair idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about uh, Hicks when he arrived? Here's what his lawyer had to say. He made the comment that uh, things look green and that uh, clearly the drought is broken. That's just sarcastic. He can't stop having a go at our way. He's putting the boot in already. He hasn't even got out. He's been restrained. And he, you know, when he got out, he was wearing a raincoat. <laughs> got an umbrella above his head. He was bucketing down. Lawyer's taking the piss. Thanks a lot. Pixie. It's all right for you and your air-conditioned cell with your constant flow of water. <laughs> From the water cooler. Uh, you know, I guess there's more to be said about the war, but on my sheet in front of me, it says... Pause for Ed's spectacular intro. Mm. Here we go. Right, uh, it's time now for <laughs> Get This Is Brand New War Segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was it. Everybody liked it. Yeah, good work, Rich. We were sort of on the subject of the war anyway. Were we? Yes. I should have done it first, but you said off there, no, Ed, wait till after my fix lawyer bit. All the meetings for this show take place. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Okay. New radio, radio innovation. Here we go. are going to start doing it. Here we go. In, in, in Indian accents, of course. Mm. So, Harry, uh, Princess Harry's not allowed to go to the war in Iraq. Oh, That's unfair. God. But, Tony, here are some other wars that perhaps he could go to. Oh, yeah. yeah. How about the War of the Sicilian Vespers? <laughs> it finished in 1284, so it could really do with the boot in the ass that it needs. <laughs> There's a PR push there. How about the South Beach versus Atkins Diet War? <laughs> front line of that bad boy. That ass is in Michigan or wherever it might be. The front line for that at the moment. Or how about helping the cast of Home and Away finally win their war against natural skin colours. <laughs> the war on flab is calling. Yep. I'm always hearing about the war on flab. <laughs> flab. Where do we stand? <laughs> We're doing all right. Of course you're against us. Is that it? That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the war segment? Yep.
Can we just quickly talk about the environment just for a few moments? No, I'd rather hear some music. Okay. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is it time for music? Yeah. Oh, is it that we've spoken for that many times. I think most of it was that discussion about the opening of the war segment. <laughs> this show's blowing out here again. This. It won't be good, Johnny, here to get this on Triple M around the nation. April is behind us. People still sending us shots of themselves wearing capes. It goes well into dismay. But people are now suggesting other ideas. Uh, August, obviously, has attracted a lot of uh, creativity from the listeners. I see Stephen on the Get This MySpace page, Mm. which we haven't set up, by the way. Someone's gone to a massive amount of trouble. And we thank them for it. It's pretty good work. Mm. Great work. How long before we crush him with a lawsuit? Oh, yeah, no, we want to do that. Oh, that'd be good. Well, there's an arc over the rest of the year. Right. <laughs> Story arc. Well, not while it's producing gold like Stephen's idea. Stephen? He wants uh, Ed Cavalier to just eat continuously. Can do. 24 hours a day for an entire month called Smorgasbord. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> for June. I was thinking, what about spoon? Where you just walk around spooning someone okay. for the whole month. Very nice, okay? Very nice. Never seen not spooning. We can have spork, which is the fork and the spoon combined. What else do you have? (laughs) (laughs) What is the fork? Is that something? The spork. The spoon and fork that you use at picnics. Oh, yeah. Okay. Richard, I was familiar with the spork. I I listened you out there. I'm familiar with the splayed as well, but I was talking about in bed. Yeah. Oh, right. With the missus. You think that I was suggesting someone was just going to carry a spoon around? (laughs) Hey, I'm sick of spooning. What about having a spork? (laughs) (laughs) So what do you get up to with your incredibly hot girlfriend, Richard? There's a whole bunch of sporking going on. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of sporking going on. Mm. Uh, What about Paul Hopkins? He says for the month of August, why not have Augie March? That's when you pretend that August is March. Then we can have April all over again. Whoa. That's Paul, the Yanni lover. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I don't have that idea. What about the environment? Have we still um, got one? I think so. Are they still having an environment? I think so, yeah. Still popular. Okay. Uh, Malcolm Turnbull, uh, the minister for Turn the it. He was on uh, Laurie Oakley's couch yesterday. And here's what he had to say. The world needs to do a lot better on reducing greenhouse gas emissions than we have. The the Kyoto Protocol will result in only a 1% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions over the period of its life. Wake up, listeners! <laughs> no, did you hear that? This Kyoto mm-hmm. that we keep hearing so much about that we haven't ratified, that we haven't done enough for, yeah. it only gives us a 1% reduction in greenhouse gases. Now, I'm reading uh, one of the papers over the weekend. I got one of these charts about how you can do your bit to stop global warming. That's good. Look at this. Household electronics, household appliances, Mm -hmm. such as TVs and personal computers left in standby mode. Mm -hmm. So that's when you don't actually switch it off of the wall. I just pop it into standby. I know know it's standby. These appliances left in standby mode account for 1% of the world's carbon emissions. So forget Kyoto, just turn everything off of the wall before you go to bed. Turn your telly off. It's as simple as that. But then you lose your time, your date, and everything on your VCR. Do you, though? Do you really? Not all of them do. I don't have battery backup. That's why I always leave my video on standby. I don't like that about you, Rich. There's two sides of the There's nothing I can count on in this world, but Rich's time and date and his VCR is A-OK. But apparently switching off appliances at the wall... Yeah. 
when, when you don't use them, yeah, yeah. does as much as the entire of the Kyoto Protocol. What are we bothering with all this fussing about Kyoto for? Yeah. Why don't you just switch off the computer at the wall before you go to bed at night? I know, Dad. Call me a crazy visionary. You're a crazy visionary, aren't I? Okay. Seems to be You're a Yahoo serious of environmentalism, Tone. That's what I like about you. Enough about People global. dismiss you because of your crazy hair and zany jumpers, but they're good ideas. Let they're good ideas, listeners. Moving on from global warming to globes. <laughs> yeah. particular crystal. The Zoo magazine is here and crystal busts out inside Australia's luckiest bra. Oh, that sounds great. I'm going to get the Zoo magazine today and open it up to this page here. There's Crystal taking a trip down memory lane. Let me turn the page again and oh my god! My breasts feel natural with a bit of bounce. They don't just sit there like rocks. Other girls ask me if they can feel my boobs quite a lot. This is great. It's just a non-stop parade of Crystal's boobs. I'll turn the page again. As sensitive as they ever were. I'll turn the page again and is that Crystal's boobs yet again from a different angle? But then Go one page too far, and you'll hear. <laughs> the world's fattest man. Oh, man. <laughs> A man who has to be craned from his bed to go anywhere. He's somehow got an extra stomach in his leg. He's basically an enormous testicle. How's <laughs> the way Zoo has laid that trap for the boob lover? <laughs> He's just going along down memory lane. Happily memory lane. <laughs> Suddenly. I mean, nightmare tone. I mean, surely when you know well, he's got a great rack, admittedly, of your thighs inflating to an enormous beanbag-sized testicle and it rubs the ground, you'd go, oh, maybe less biscuits. <laughs> maybe one less milkshake. And he can't lie on a bed. He has to straddle it with one huge sack of leg fat dragging along the ground. Monstrous. How many pets has he lost <laughs> underneath that mound alone? <laughs> Just tails and whiskers poking out from every angle under there. He's Manuel Uribe, the monstrous Mexican. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. no I'm not going to read that out. People might be eating. It's here. Yeah, well, the nightmare, as you say. He'll be uh, interviewing Malcolm Turnbull on this week's Sunday <laughs> program. <laughs> All right, is that enough for environmental issues? I think we've covered it, Tone. Be careful if you open Zoo. What did you... Can I say it, Tone? It's a nightmare for who? Memory lovers now. No. What? The casual masturbator. <laughs> I didn't say that. You've said it many times. In my stage show. Yeah. <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> They are. That mixture of <laughs> scantily clad women and hideous injuries that Australians apparently crave from their glossy magazines. It's a nightmare. All right, uh, now that we've solved the program, yeah, let's uh, bring the listeners in to clean up the mess. Mm. Where do you want your ashes distributed? Mm. Mm. Good question. Crazy on Crystal Mess. <laughs> In Brisbane, where I understand two ad breaks have been going to air simultaneously. Oh, the sales department love that. 
So Terry Serio comes out, and he does a fantastic job as John Howard. Sings a great song called On the Mateship. <laughs> and he comes out in the tracksuit doing the little Howard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just one of the funniest things you've ever seen. Really? But the audience, half the audience, rocking with laughter, the other half, Frozen still, this is not funny. Really? There is nothing funny about John Howard in a tracksuit talking about mateship. Mm-mm. That is the foundation of our nation. You cannot make fun of it. Absolutely. But a it's, great show. It's amazing that number, heaps of costume changes during the number. <laughs> and also, uh, Eddie Perfect, the spitting image of Alexander Downer. It's amazing. Is that a plug though, Rich, really? Is that a, you know what I mean? Well, it's a good thing for this. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Well, he's playing Alexander Downer. Yeah, absolutely. You're not saying that. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Okay. Go see that if it comes to your town. But in the meantime, let's climb Swalkback Mountain. <laughs> your ashes. What do you want done with them? Okay. Uh, Thompson had his shot out of a cannon. <laughs> you know, you can have anything done. If you put it in your will, it's, if you put in your will, I want my ashes mm. tipped down crystal from Zoo Magazine's underpants, yeah. they got to do it. <laughs> they have to do it. Wow. So, um, all right, how about this? Yeah. Uh, we do not endorse uh, the practice of fire in the hole no. at McDonald's. No. But if I was to pass tone yeah, in sure. a horrible couch-related incident, it could happen. Then what I would like you guys to do: get my ashes, yeah. go to uh, McDonald's drive-through, order a McFlurry, mm. stick my ashes in, and when you get to the window uh, to pay, simply throw the McFlurry in with my ashes and yell "fire in the hole" and drive away. And they're fantastic. Cavalry, absolutely everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's covered in cavalry. But it's a one-off, though. It's worth it, though. <laughs> Be good on YouTube. <laughs> What do you reckon? Maybe you could cut your ashes mm-hmm. just with some, uh, you know, potpourri. Yeah. And then they could do that gag 20 or 30 times. That's true. That could work. Cut my ashes with potpourri. You know. You got a nice lab tone. Where do you learn terminology like that? Well, off Keith Richards. Right. <laughs> he cut his dad's ashes. <laughs> right. With, you know, so you could get three or four yeah. stores out of it. What about you, Martin? Uh, I'm thinking that my ashes could be placed in an urn mm. and then uh, blankety blanks could come back <laughs> and then I could just be sitting there on the beach <laughs> instead of like a person, yeah. just a thing of ashes. And what about if we hit the top of the urn, yeah. a little like double entendre, it's your voice, comes out a little double entendre. <laughs> or subtitles, they could just have gags in subtitle form. Yeah. You know, the two flies look yeah. down, yeah. your humans open. <laughs> Everyone laughs at the joke, and then you just hear... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. What I like you, that. Mr. Marsden, what's happening to your ashes? I'd like to be scattered underneath that fat bloke from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't mind that. I mean, how are they going to get him underneath? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Well, that, yeah, that's right. You'd have to rich some scaffolding under one of his legs. You'd need the old, workman in. Yeah, you'd need the old uh, ATM pulling out of the wall car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The massive pulling power of the missing... Oh, the massive pulling power! 
of the Nissan Navara. Links, yeah. right? Yeah. Good on you, boys. Have you been driving the Nissan Navara on the weekend? Look, honestly or, or not honestly? Uh, honestly. Well, my license is expired. There you no? go. So it's still sitting in the basement, isn't yeah. it? Wow. Just intimidating. Tomorrow I'm getting on. We're seven stories up, but I can still feel slightly intimidated by the bloke. It's coming for it. We've got to bloke ourselves up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, what do you want done with your ashes? I would mind being put in, a, in some sort of a, like a vaudeville cream pie. And then... Oh, smack into someone's face. Yeah, and then... On stage. That would be great fun. Okay. <laughs> okay, Rich. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I thought that was just an idea that you were going to do for the show. I forgot that you were talking about your ashes. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking, gee, Rich, will do anything. <laughs> he wants to be baked in a giant pie. <laughs> Fantastic. That'll get us some publicity. Yeah. That's what we need. That's what we need. How's that? We went down to publicity with our podcast figures, which are really good. Yeah. They're no, really good. No dice, dice. No dice. Come on. Push. And they said, look, <laughs> if you and he could wear the same pair of pants for a week, yeah, then we're going to have something to do here. <laughs> uh, give us a call. Tell us what you want done with your ashes. Anything at all. One triple three five three. That's the new Radicals. Today, up Talkback Mountain, we're saying, what do you want done with your ashes like that Scotty from Star Trek? He had them fired into space. And they landed on people. <laughs> They've come back down. Hi, Hi Andrew. How are you? I'm good. Uh, well, uh, excellent, bro. What do you want done with them? Uh, I want mine placed inside a uh, ducket as the seasoning. What gets stuck into what first tone? Uh, I think they start with a chicken. Yeah. yeah. And then no, they... a duck inside a chicken, is it, Andrew? It's turkey. Yeah, something like that. Turkey duck chicken. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, after, they, after they cook it up, they can send it to uh, George Bush as a, as a present for his continuing war effort. Seasoned with Andrew. And, 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 and you kind of delicious, Andrew? Do you taste like paprika at all or something nice like that? Um, a bit of cumin, I think. Yeah, right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> the two-ducking uh, idea, people are just going to infinity with it. Yeah. Uh, we, I think the record is 17 beasts, yeah. birds and fowl stuck inside each other. And our listeners want to go as far as a pea yeah, and then inject the pea with honey with a syringe. <laughs> Just keep going. Oh, oh, I'm away in the lab. On the internet, we're not mucking around. Thanks, Thanks Andrew. Hi, Colin. How are you? I'm good at you. Mate, I'm excellent. What do you want done with your ashes? Uh, I want to get brewed into a batch of homebrew. Oh! oh. Homebrew? <laughs> <laughs> My brother does it. Uh, I want to get the ashes and brew me and everyone can get a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> what, how would you describe the, uh, is it a heavy or a light, do you think, with you in there? Uh, it'd be heavy. I like a black beer, so. All right. Stout. A delicious corn stout. Yeah, that'd be it. Nice. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and uh, is your brother's stuff good or do you just have to pretend it's good when you're talking to him? No, it's not bad. Not bad? Yeah. I enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What about the Zoo Weekly? Do you enjoy that? <laughs> You've been careful looking through. You've just joined us. Lots of shots of crystal. And then all of a sudden, the world's baddest man. Yeah. And that'll put you off your home, bro. What a minefield, eh, Tone? Thank you, Colin. It's, a, it's like it's a ducket. That's what it is. Hi there, Richard. How are you? Good. Hey, how are you doing, boys? We're excellent, thank you. What do you want done with your ashes? Well, I was having a bit of a think about it. I thought maybe having my body dumped out in space with no pants on, <laughs> a T-shirt that's got Remember Me, yeah. and then I'll just come around every 76 years <laughs> like Hallie's comment. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 you're not actually being uh, burned into ashes. It's just your actual body. 
space. What are you going to have done with him? Well, you know, I'm, I probably, I'm not into it. I can't, can't even think about the fact of being promoted. So I, yeah. I want to be stuck. Down, what, you know, passing the window, and I both pick that out and go, ah! I go, yeah! I go, shut up! 
uh, Warren Foundation and they look for the charities that are needed right. and they distribute it. So it's a fun thing. So that's, what, that's why I chose that charity. And do they uh, like to um, uh, text naughty messages to other foundations? Oh. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Sorry. But there are some serious sides to the show and, uh, and it's a great foundation and I'm very happy to be part of it. When is Barkoff coming back? Bring back dogs. Dogs. Yeah, no, uh, so, I told you, so many out of work dogs. Do you have a dog yourself, Phil? No, I have a cat. Okay, you're on the cat side of the fence. Are you getting... I'm not going to do that joke. You can. But what do you... you know, getting a cat bathing you. Any, oh, it's the same cat. It's the same cat, but oh, I've had him for 18 years. Oh, yeah. I love my cat dearly, and uh, I can show you a photo of uh, my yeah. cat on the phone. Yes. Uh, 18 years, he's got bad kidneys at the moment, through, and he drinks oh. a lot of water and wheezes a lot. So here, I think he's a little bit like taking out a, a sloshy bucket of turf. Oh, no, no, you're not going to see that on YouTube. <laughs> no, no, but I'm telling you, God, can he wheeze? Bad kidneys. Well, I, I'm thinking today we're going to play a bit of uh, Lick Gilbo Fix It. You know, oh, if you've got a problem at home, don't yeah. bother thinking of a solution yourself. It's not going to work. Let Gilbo fix it. Yeah. Let's do that next. Uh, yeah, we've a lot and running here at Get from the new album on Triple M. Russell Gilbert is with us. Gilbo, I remember back in the early 90s when you lived with Mick Malloy. Yeah. Uh, you were the master of Thai cuisine. Yeah, I still have a crack at the Thai cuisine. Cuisine, it is it's French. It's a funny word, isn't it? Cuisine. It's Thai food. Yeah, it's better. You can knock it up pretty well. Yeah, well, I love, I love doing it. Well, I, I sort of learned, didn't I? I? I went to the little Thai restaurant in South Yarra and sat in the kitchen for an hour for two weeks. Did uh, you? Every day of the week, yeah. Just hung out and watched yeah, they, they showed me, yeah. Yeah, one time. It's fantastic. Yeah, so now I, I can whip up a good green curry. But now you can buy, I used to make my own curry paste, but now you can buy good ones in the tin and you can just add a little bit to them and spruce them up a little bit. You can buy a really good green curry paste in the tin and just add a bit of garlic, a little bit of galanga. So you know you can just go and sit in the kitchen. Oh, I love it. That's a great idea. I cooked a stew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that one up. Yeah, I did. I mean, that's it. I didn't Suddenly there's something else to do in the afternoons as well as YouTube air. But were you, were you, were you, were you, were you just standing in the corner with a lampshade on your head? No, 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 Sister Rosella, she, she doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know, it's just family, a sense of humour. 
Hey, there's something you've mentioned, the uh, yeah. food network on Fox. So we're usually over on the crime investigation oh, network, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. home of uh, Police 107. We might have some New Zealand drugs before the end of the show at this time. There's a show coming up this week. Now, it's fairly blue to talk about it on air, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's got such an embarrassing name that the announcer on the Crime Investigation Network doesn't even want to say the name of the show. But it's been reviewed in a lot of papers over the weekend. What is the name of that show, Mr. Martin? So, if I say the name of the show, will it be taken out of context for the end of the year, Pate? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Okay. Why would we wait that long, Rich? Tomorrow's another day. There's one of those titles where it's I something. Yes. And the only way you can protect yourself is to put something underneath it. Okay. So, if you put, like, the wacky uh, nuthouse thing underneath it, then we won't be able to use it out of context. I had something else queued up. Is that is, is something like that? Is that sure. The name of the show is... I Can't Stop Masturbating. <laughs> That's the name of a serious documentary for oh, yeah. the investigation network. <laughs> <laughs> what does the guy say in the ad? He goes, like, I don't miss, I can't stop this week on the investigation network. <laughs> he clearly got the script and went, I can say the man whose arms exploded. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to say that. Yeah. And why is me answering the phone? <laughs> <laughs> We must, we must find out when that show's on and maybe direct our listeners towards it. Absolutely right. We should have a screening. That'd be nice. I'll first get this listener event. A screening of I Can't Stop Masturbating. Oh, yeah. All right. So that is the problem. See, you've got a show that's too embarrassing to say the name of in your ad. How do you fix it? You just drop the rude word. Yeah. Problem solved. Mm. Solutions. That's what this show is about. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're going to do. Do you want to accept any problem at all today? Well, yeah. well, I have to. <laughs> you have to go to the team and block your boat. Yeah. Let Gilbo fix it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're doing next. Don't get there. It's one confused alphabet soup. <laughs> Hugeness in the pulling power department than the Nissan Navara listeners. That's why. There are on Triple M. Russell Gilbert is with us, and we're playing Let Gilbo Fix It. What do you want Gilbo to fix, sir? Uh, oh, on, on behalf of, uh, I said uh, that Gilbo is coming in to a friend of mine. Yeah, we're going to play this segment. He has a friend. Fuck you. Who's in this with me, Gilbo? Doesn't look quite as much like Katie Lang. From the side, Gilbo. Oh, you do? Yeah, you are Lang. Uh, anyway, so he, so he, an ex-flatmate of mine yeah. called John, who I speak about sometimes, yeah. he's useless. Yeah. Uh, he said that he's about to move out of his current place, Gilbo, right. but then he's the person who's moved into his room owes him a thousand dollars because they didn't pay the bond. Right. So he's lost his bond. So he got really angry, really, right. and he stormed around there and he banged on the door. And, and, and this, the girl inside, the, who, who, you know, the person who owes him the money, said, "Yeah, come in." And he ran in and he could hear her speaking. And he's going, "Well, where are you?" Well, go show yourself, show yourself. And then she walked out from behind the bed, and it's a little person. Oh, yeah, a little, oh. a little, a little dwarf. Oh, that's that. Owes him a thousand dollars. Right. And he, and he said that he, he couldn't yell. He was going to start yelling at her like he normally would. <laughs> it's not a good look. He's <laughs> shouting at a dwarf. He didn't want that because he thought she would, she would cry. And I said, well, just because she's, you know, she's got out of emotions. And he said that he just. He just couldn't do it, and he doesn't know what he's going to do. He doesn't know how to get angry at a dwarf without seeming mean. <laughs> well, that's well, I don't want to poke fun at the, the vertically challenge, but this is only a small problem. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I think I think we're, we're we're well probably the best way to go about this. I mean, is he is she? Do you know which one which one of the dwarfs it is? Is it Sleepy? <laughs> 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 
I'm just asking, do you know which one it is? I think it's sneezy. It's sneezy. It's not, it's not the actual, but I'm talking about heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's scary. No, scary don't want to talk about. He's like the third banana, being free, you know? I don't want to talk about him. I don't bruise it. The problem isn't this. No, it's not this. Well, I'm fine. You've got some good jokes out. The little person maybe trying to post the um, money in an envelope can't reach the thing. <laughs> and, and maybe he's fault too because he does live on the 28th floor and she can't reach the <laughs> can't reach the button. These are practical Maybe just meet uh, on a corner somewhere. Yeah. You know, at and the end of a rainbow, grab a pot of gold. And a great. Yeah, there you go. It's another, another Gilbo fix it, no problem solved. Does that dwarf change sex several times? You do. That one's sort of global warming. What can we do about that? Global warming. Do what I saw. Yeah, I saw an image. Global warming. All right. Get me two there. We saw that one out on a four-minute segment. But I saw an image the other day at one of my local parks that could have been the cover of Time magazine to talk about the drought problem in Australia. And there's a park we've got near us that it's just no lawn. It's just brown grass. But there's this one little patch next to some flowers that's like an, a sort of semicircle area of greenness because obviously the sprinkler arcs there ah. and just makes that part green. And on that small bit of green grass, there was just a sad local dog doing that thing where they put the paws down the front and just drag their ass around oh, yeah, yeah. a bit of worm action yeah. going on. My brother used to do that. Yeah, he's just doing <laughs> circles, just doing circles on the one bit of green grass <laughs> in the park. And I'm going, there, there is the trout crisis. <laughs> and the dogs <laughs> just waiting and looking at their watches. Come on, mate. 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 Come on, friends. Is this your house? Clever dog. Who's on here? Clever dog. Get that on the YouTube. Listen, we'll accept anything. Any kind of crisis or problem or catastrophe that's going on at your place, let Gilbo fix it. Mm-hmm. Call us now. Gilbo and Nan will fix it. One triple three five three. Still haven't found what they're looking for here. Get this on Triple M around the nation. Russell Gilbert is with us. One triple three five three is a number to call if you've got a problem that needs a Gilbo solution. None of the problems we've uh, received so far. Uh, fit for broadcast. Mm-hmm. Well, you solve one off. Like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've, uh, you know, your reference yeah, yeah. to the scrotums earlier has uh, set the standard. No, it's not my word. We've had a lot of calls from, uh, oh, you people who, because we're talking about weird names like Craig S. Craig S. Beauty. Russell will listen to this. Jason has five sisters mm. Geraldine, Pauline, Michaeline, Darlene, and Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. And, and a dog. dog. And not to mention the dog, Listerine. Crimpily. <laughs> 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 Could that be a uh, and something Gilbo's been asking us about is uh, we're yes. talking about drunks in New Zealand. Uh, that's a show on the Crime Investigation Network. Yeah. It should just be called Drunks in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, it's Police Ten Seven. Have we got uh, one of our favourites? Is a drunk politician causing annoyance on a street in Vancouver. By the time they arrive, a group of neighbours have cornered the drunk in a garden. And when Peter Ott tries to take him away, he decides it's a good time to put up a struggle. Oh, don't be silly now. Don't be silly now. Wait, 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 wait. Because you're under arrest. Because you're under arrest. How silly. How silly. Paul's been drinking for hours and had started chasing people around the street before police were called. I'm going to f*** 
You have the right to refrain from making a statement. You have the right to consult the woman, the lawyer. I know the woman who owned the house. Okay, do you understand what I've just told you? What do you mean, statement? Look that way, bro. I don't want you spitting on me, eh? You just racist me. Okay. You racist. If you like. You racist. Okay, okay. You racist me. Okay. I've told you you're under arrest for disorderly behavior. No, you never told me. Oh, well, I just did. How come?
before you went away from it. You just throw them in the freezer. Wow. Hey, that sounds delicious. Yeah, it was just a lot of food. You buy chilies, and sometimes you get about 50 of them, and you know, only want two. No, true, Gilbert. Yeah, and you end up throwing the rest out and, uh, you know, scratching your eyes and throwing them out and then burning your eyes. Don't know. Yeah, what about this, Gilbert? Yes. My number one yes. cooking tip for the week is mm. don't be discouraged mm. uh, when people tell you that Cocoa Pops go deliciously with porridge. Because mm. they do. Mm. They give it a chocolatey residue, Rich. Fantastic. Mm. 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 Well, I can't find a beer that goes with Cocoa Pops. Well, we'll do that next. Thank you, Machine! Oh, I'd say something about that. That would be good, Charlotte, here to get this on Triple M. Russell Gilbert is with us. A lot of people calling in saying ringtones. Gilbo, do you have a ringtone? And what's your recommendation? Uh, my ringtone is Jackie Sacks off the Benny Hill Show. So when your phone goes off, do you feel the urge to run around in fast motion? Yeah. Really, really <laughs> off? Of course you do! Uh, it's, uh, Saturday night, great comedy classics on Channel 7. Oh, you're yeah, still doing that? Still doing that. Yeah, Saturday night, 7.30 on 7. Harold and Maud still making them. Harold and Maud. Harold and Maud would be an interesting picture. It's a great movie. About a young guy in love with an old lady. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, George and Mildred is the one I meant. Yeah, George and Mildred. No, that's at the moment we have Keeping Up Appearances. Oh, yeah. Also Benny Hill and Changes. We're hoping to get a couple of other shows at the moment. We do have On the Bus. We mix up a little bit now. You know? Yeah, it's all good. Jordan and Mildred was depressing. I found. It was depressing. They clearly hate each other and life itself. They actually loved each other. They they annoyed with each other. I just went on the bus. It's amazing. I love on the bus. Please don't have an argument about George and Mildred. that's it. Just on ringtones, a lot of people want this to be a ringtone. I'm free. Because you know our our original ringtone, the one that started the whole phenomenon, yeah. the Rex Hunt ringtone. Oh, now this is when he got caught doing stuff. Yeah, it's, well, people are sick to death of it. Yeah. But like a lot of things, it caught on belatedly in Japan. <laughs> really? Yes. Listeners from Dwayne has called us to say that recently his girlfriend, uh, her phone went off in uh, Osaka in a bar. And she was swarmed with people wanting that uh, Rex Hunt phrase for their ringtone. Are we big in Japan? <laughs> That's sad. It's usually oh, in When you're on the way out, you're oh, big really? in Japan, aren't you? Like Mr. Baseball, Tom Selleck. <laughs> Is that big in Japan? Was it? in Japan. Yeah. 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 big in Japan. Well, uh, people are now saying they want the musical version. I don't think we can put that up because we don't own the rights to the song. But if you were taping this show, I guess you could record this and put it into your phone. <laughs> Saddest ever 
celebrity squared. We get the bloke who gets mistaken for Garland and Eugene. The bloke whose auntie was in uh, police camp. It's not bad. It looks like Humphrey Bear. And then it's good. He's in. He's in. And then just me and it. As well. Thank very much. I can get me started. Hang on. So, Gilbo, you've got comedy classics on Sunday nights. Yep. And it takes two. Yeah, which is on Tuesday night, 7.30. And I'm singing along with Wendy Matthews. You missed the television. Oh, to this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good fun. It's, it's very interesting. It's the most scared I've ever been. I've been scared for two things. Really What's scared. That, um, one that you were on, God love you. Is, thank God you're here. Oh, yeah. I'm scared out of my mind. Yeah, yeah. I've been scared out of my mind doing a singing show too. Oh, very, very scary. Yourself, but but not scared mm. having the first line in the Ned Kelly movie, the 34 million dollar Ned Kelly movie. No, right. Ned Kelly. Oh. <laughs> the most expensive non Baz Luhrmann film shot in this country. And I've gone. Let's let Gilbo kick it. Let Gilbo come out swinging. <laughs> <laughs> and last time you were in, uh, you were talking about uh, auditioning as a leprechaun. Oh, yes, we had to do the Irish accent. Yeah. And with, before the end of that show, right. someone had posted up the poster for a movie called Leprechaun Cop on our website. Oh, it's and all up there. Yeah, I'm just, you just showed it to me. It's fantastic. au. get this page. Yeah. Click on the link. Have a look at Gilbo. Little hat, super soaker. A super soaker. <laughs> uh, Richard, can I ask, did playing that Rick's Hunt thing with the music under it, did that count as a song? I don't believe it did. No. 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 Here's more music. We'll be back to wind things up in a moment on Triple M. Here again, this on Triple M. Russell Gilbert has sat in for the whole hour. Thanks, Gilbert. Thanks, Thank Gilbert. You. Thank you very much for having me. It's always good fun in here. And we... The person who wanted that ringtone that they came up with themselves combining the uh, Temple Block Riot sound effect as heard when Fred Flintstone runs on the spot <laughs> with the sound of a New Zealand drunk falling over a wheelie bin. Hope you've got uh, your tape recorder connected up because here it is. <laughs>